0: Secondly, if we are to follow this pledge of allegiance, we would say that I will serve the Lord to the best of my ability at all times. We all know what Romans 12, 1 and 2 says. The Roman legionnaire would declare to their king that they would follow the, the written words of the council. They would do what it says in the Roman imperial war guide. You know what Jesus says? He says, I beseech you, therefore, my brothers and sisters... By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, that you present your bodies holy, that you present your bodies acceptable to God. That is your spiritual act of worship every day. This supper is when we renew that oath, it's when we declare publicly that's what we're doing privately that our body is not our own anymore, that our body belongs to Jesus Christ, that our body is in His service, that, that we belong to our King and we will serve Him. Verse 2, Don't be squashed into the mold of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind How does that occur? Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. As we said this morning, being in God's word. That you may prove that every day living out, you may know the good, the acceptable, the perfect will of God. Our pledge to the Lamb tonight at this table is, I will serve Him to the best of my ability at all times. Another element of our pledge tonight would be, I will always be following the written words of my God. Jesus said in John 8:31, to those who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Not only obeying his command of his word to be conformed and renewed, but also to, as John 8:31 says, the mark of a believer is abiding in the word of God. In fact, one of the evidences of salvation, Peter said, is to hunger for the word of God, to long for it, to eat it. To, to long for it as much as a baby longs for sustenance. So our pledge this evening is also I will always be following the written words of my God. Another element is the Roman legionnaire said they never desert the battle. Well, I will never leave the gathered regiment and flee from any battle. There are lots of verses about that. John 10:27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. They never run away from me. I give them eternal life and they'll never perish. Neither will anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them out. Hebrews 10.24 says, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the gathering together of our regiment. Don't forsake that gathering together as the manner of some is, but exhort one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. Part of our pledges is that we are not able to make it alone. Part of the wonder of the body of Christ is that, that the Lord Jesus Christ has made us so we need one another. We need one another for encouragement and for support and for blessing and for prayer. We feel together, we sorrow together, we rejoice together, we minister together, and we are incomplete without one another. And so we pledge, I will never leave the gathered regiment. First John 2.19 says this, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they were of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. Very sobering words. If you are in Christ very long, you see people that come and go. I don't mean come to this church and go to that church. I don't mean go from one Bible teaching church to another. I'm talking about they come to Christ and they leave. And there's a very sobering warning about that in 1 John 2.19 that says, they went out that it might be manifest that none of them were of us. Another evidence of salvation is not only loving the written Word of God, but needing the gathered people of God. And a part of our oath that the early church understood was the fact that they needed one another and they gathered together to minister to one another. Another element is I will seek the Lord's well done is most important to me. Remember they sought the well being of their emperor. Matthew six thirty three says, But seek, that's constantly, earnestly, longingly crave, first in your life, God's rule and His righteousness and everything else will be added. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ, so it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in Him, the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. And so I seek the Lord's well done as most important to me. And then finally, our pledge to the Lamb would be this, Lord, You are dearer to me than myself or my children or my wife, or my job, or anything else. This is what Matthew ten thirty-seven 37-39 says, which we should be reminded of often. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me, and he who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life, he who gives up what we can't keep, as Jim Elliot was fond of saying, will gain what he cannot lose," as Jesus said, "For my sake, we'll find it." Well, what does that have to do with those who are following Christ in this way? Well, Revelation twelve eleven, as I already read to you, says that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, their faith in Christ's sacrifice, by the word of their testimony, their hope that Christ is all He said He was, and they believed in Him and. Because they loved him so much, they did not love their own lives, even unto death.